Today's show is pre-recorded. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh, man. Got a radio show. Yep, trying to make it work, too. I'm not trying. I'm, 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 I'm getting it. I'm getting it done to the best of my abilities. Now, something funny my father taught me. He said, son, when you've done all you can do, if you've done your absolute best, and you look up, and it didn't get the job done, take a deep breath and do some more. <laughs> that used to bug me, man, when my father used to tell me. They used to son, when you've done your absolute best and you think you can't do no more, you've done all you can, and it still don't get the job done, take yourself a deep breath and do some more. And you know what? I found that has worked every single time. Every single time. Because what my father knew was that what you think is your breaking point or what you think is your all in all, he says, son, it's just something about it, man. If you just gather yourself, you got a little bit more. Everybody got some more. And, I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, it has worked. It has helped me greatly. And, um, you know, it everybody does have some more. You know, I tell that to my sons all the time. Dad did my best. Well, let me ask you something else. Could you have done anything else? Could you have studied a little harder? Could you have shown up a little bit earlier? Could you stayed a little bit later? Yeah. 
well, then, okay, that's what you should have done then. See, there's always a way. But if you're going to create excuses, if you're going to make them up all the time about why you don't get it done, I have a very, very sad uh, 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 statement for you right now. You're never going to get anything done. You're never going to get to the top. Not to the top. You can get halfway up. Now, you can get a third of the way up. You can get three quarters of the way up. But if you don't have that little extra reserve in you, you're not getting to the top. The top is only reserved for those that have the wherewithal and the power, the desire, the drive, and the gut-wrenching effort to get to the top. The top is reserved only for the top. It's just the top. There ain't but one top. In the middle done, it ain't it. You know, the top, the top of the mountain, halfway, it's a different view at the top. Things look different from up top. So if you want to get to the top of whatever, your profession, your field, your career, whatever it is, you got to do extra. You have to do more. More is expected of you. More, but here's what's really crazy. More is required of you. Don't live your life in a lackadaisical state. Don't wake up every day with the feeling of, uh, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. No, man, have a say-so in your life. You, first of all, let me ask you something. Who has God? Name the person that, that God has given authority over you. Name the person. But who is the person? Nobody has domain over you. God didn't create that person. So what you sitting here for, man? What are you sitting here for? Letting people who do not know direct your path. Why are you worried about all these people with what they got to say about you and all these people with what they got to think about you when here's the news flash? They don't know either. All these people that you overly concerned about. All these people that you go into these answers for, they need answers too. Stop. What are you doing here? Gather yourself for a minute. Here is a solution to all of that. You have one source that will be there for you to the end of time, and that is your relationship with God. That is the one thing that's solid and for sure. He's behind the wall. He's in your jail cell. He rides with you in the police car. He's with you on your job up at the school. He's down there in the board meetings with you. He goes with you when you travel on planes. He sits with you when you're in a relationship. He helps you with your parenting skills. He helps you. He's there to assist you. He show If you do the right things, he show you and guide you to your next job. When you lose your job and you think it's a wrap, all, there's some good behind it, man. God is always working on your behalf to those that believe. You just got to believe. He don't ask you for nothing else. Believe in me. That's all he asks you to do. What you tripping for, man? And then when you make the decision to believe in him and it comes out your mouth from time to time somewhere, what you worried about what people say? What you worried about what they think for? Why? Who are they? They need God too. You, 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 you telling them you found something new that you're going to give this a shot right here. Now, they got some yin-yang and some yakety-yak to say about that. 
when they need God too. That's what amazes me, man, about people. Sit up in here, man, be knocking your dream and stuff. Look, if you're an atheist, man, do your thing. Do your thing. But you can't create no laws where I can't do mine. That don't make no sense, man. That makes no sense at all to me. You have the right to go be whatever you want to be. You know, if you don't you don't like the fact that I'm in school, got my head bowed down, and I'm saying a prayer before I take this test, just don't bow your head, don't you pray. But if some kids want to get together, that, that's some crazy mess. That's what happened in our schools. We took prayer out of schools. Now look at our schools. You send your child to school, and, and, and someone else comes back home. That's a whole other thing right here. That, that, that's not what I want to talk to you about. But I was just throwing it out because, you know, Hey, man, your relationship with God is essential to your success as a person. It's essential to your existence. It's essential to where you're trying to go and what you're trying to be because he made you. Why would you not talk to the person that made you to find out what he created you for? I ain't talking about your parents. Who made your parents? This is God. We created in his image. Why would you not talk to your maker to see why you got made? That, 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 don't, that don't make sense to you? If you're sitting and gotten yourself in a situation, you sitting in a jail cell somewhere, you locked up, you doing some time, man, be a good time for you to reflect. But whatever your situation is, man, God can get you through it. He can give you the strength, the courage, the wherewithal, the understanding, everything you need, the wisdom to get you through anything you're going through. You just got to touch base with him. I need God. Every single day of my life. And what he's done for me, man, off the chain. But guess what? He'll do the same thing for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is live and well. We're in living color. It's a Friday morning here, man. (laughs) All hands on deck. You know, we very rarely get to say that because we have one person on the show. I'll introduce you to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. It's the weekend. What's up, crew? Birthday it's boy. It's the weekend, baby. <laughs> oh, that's right. Show sure is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you tripping. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what's kind of, I'll tell you that in a minute. Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Here is the missing link. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Every Now and Then, J. Anthony Brown. A full week of work, and it's Friday, baby. <laughs> Woo! You put in Woo. work, Jay. Yeah, you got A to full be tired. week. Exhausted, Woo. Jay. Exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Nephew uh. Tommy King of Pranks. Yes, sir, in the building. Friday, baby. Friday night. You know, man, uh, I don't appreciate my birthday falling on a Sunday. Why? And then the following day is Martin Luther King holiday. Everybody You upstage? You upstage? Yeah. So, you know, because now I got to, you know, my birthday, I got to split it with a national holiday. So I don't get my technical, my birthday off. No, you don't. Because everybody else off. They often they I bet I'm here. celebrating your well, day. What you mean? What you mean? Oh, I'm here. It's Friday. <laughs> this ain't working well, out for this. me at all. I'm going to need to talk to some people at iHeart about this here. <laughs> I think you can move your birthday. Make your birthday. Move your birthday out of January, man, to sometime yeah. in the summer. 
Okay, well, let me ask you this. Maybe I should move my birthday. No, hell, can't do that. Could I move it to the 18th? Wait, the 15th, 17th, 18th. I should celebrate it on the 19th. No, do it on the 20th. Yeah, do whatever you want. The to. day Trump leaves. Do it on the 20th. That's everybody's No, nah, I don't want that. That's Talk everybody's about a celebration. national holiday. Yeah, so <laughs> you really do. special again. Ain't nobody going to say happy birthday to me then. We're going to be barbecuing you know, on that No, it's on a Sunday. Well, they're not. Well, they're barbecuing. They're barbecuing. They are barbecuing. Blasting Tommy's song, Trump is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Trump he gone. is gone. Yeah, he I can't believe he's gone. Mm-hmm. He's gone. I got to get some my birthday so I can feel like Do it I today. Have it today. Today's your birthday. Hey, Happy hey, birthday. Hey, hey. No, Jay, I'm at work. Oh, he doesn't so he don't work. work. You just everybody you else takes their day. Everybody else takes their birthday off. No, my my birthday on the Sunday. Yes, you do, Shirley. Well, let me see here. when. What's the next holiday? Oh, Shirley. Shirley. On my birthday. Shirley, you are not here on President's your birthday. Day. We're not saying happy President's birthday. You, you always take your birthday off. Everybody on this no, show gets I their don't, birthday Steve. off. <laughs> Do something in Black History Month. Take off one of them days. You're black. I don't want to. Because you're black. Because so <laughs> you're black, black. you got yeah. <laughs> to fight the power every day. Oh, 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 oh. Now I got to share the, hit, share, share the History Month with, all, with all, just all, everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> you got problems. I'm finna, I'm finna work through this. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after Shoot. the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO. We're celebrating Steve's birthday today. Okay? No, you ain't. Today. No, you ain't. <laughs> there we are. Happy birthday, Steve. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday Happy birthday. Happy birthday, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today we got to say happy birthday to Steve Harvey. He is celebrating happy his birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Uncle Steve. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. My birthday is Sunday, the 17th. Do yeah, not try to use day. this opportunity <laughs> to take advantage of me being here. I don't want this. Happy birthday. I've never seen anybody who don't want a happy birthday, birthday shout out. I, I, I All there is is shout out. Ain't nobody putting no money on me. Nothing. You know how you pin money on <laughs> You know, yeah. pin the tail on the donkey. We yeah. find that to be disrespectful. We pin money on you. Yeah, where the yeah. money resides. I, I, I don't find that offensive at all. I come with this team. be pinning us where the money resides. All right, listen. Coming We're up at the going. top of the hour. Where the money is. <laughs> Vice President-elect Kamala Harris will be our very special guest yeah. today. Yeah. Now yeah. wait for that. Yeah, baby. Five more days. Also, really quick, before we get to Ask the CLO, here's a quick rundown. Uh, Capitol riot aftermath headlines. The House Democrats call for an investigation into suspicious Capitol tours uh, days before the attack at the Capitol. Airbnb Mm. is taking things a step further and canceling all reservations in the Washington, D.C. area the week of the inauguration. Delta Airlines will ban checked firearms on flights into the Washington, D.C. area beginning this weekend. And two off-duty cops from Virginia were arrested for their involvement in the Capitol riot. Mm. Wow. A lot They should on. no longer be police. Absolutely. Oh, they, oh yeah. definitely. There was one in yeah. Houston that was there. He should no longer be a police officer. Mm -hmm. You cannot take taxpayer dollars who are paying you to serve and protect and you go and seek and destroy. You cannot be a terrorist and a police. Sorry. That's right, Steve. Mm. Absolutely. We True. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Let's go, Shirley. When you say how stupid, you just look at the tape. That's all you got to do. How stupid, look at the tape. (laughs) 
<laughs> How stupid. <laughs> All right, here we go for Ask the CLO. This one is from Julio in DeSoto, Texas. Julio says, I'm a 47-year-old man, and I've never been married, and I don't have any children. My brothers got married in 2018 in a double ceremony. I have a domestic partnership with a lady uh, that I've been with for six years. She's never pressured me about a wedding, but she's told my mother she'd love to marry me. Should I stay quiet until she brings it up, or should I reaffirm to her that I don't want to get married? I hate to be wasting her time. Hey, man, why don't you tell her that, dear? Yeah. Why don't you tell her you don't want to be married? And you with this, what he call it, domestic partnership? Partnership, yeah. Uh But she wants to be married, but you want a domestic partnership. That's why you ain't never been married and ain't got, I don't don't feel nothing for you, Julio. I'll tell her for your ass. I'll tell her. (laughs) Bitter, man. I will tell her. her. Take the weight (laughs) off of you. But you should have told her that six years ago, too. Yeah, you are wasting her time. You know, for six years. And she done told your mama she wanted to get married. I'm pretty sure she done said that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, matter of fact, Julio, I can't imagine she would go to your mama with it and ain't said it to you. Mm-hmm. He I ain't got nothing for you, Julio. You ain't got no kids. You ain't got, what, what, what you want? At 47, he's 47, Steve. He should know something by man, now. Man, bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right. Never Julio. <laughs> this one's from Valicia in New Orleans. She says, I'm a newlywed and my husband and I moved to his hometown recently where he has three female friends that he's known since childhood. I get along with them, but I need him to set some boundaries with them. One of them is the chef and she insists that he comes over at least once a week to pick up a plate. He loves to rave about how good her food is. My husband will meet up with the women for drinks, and I find out about it after the fact. He says they're like sisters, and I have nothing to worry about. He doesn't get it. So should I talk to these ladies directly? No, no, no. See, you didn't marry the ladies. You married your husband. Mm-hmm. You and your husband took the vows to leave all others and cleave only unto you. That was his vows. Now, before you got married, did he tell you he had these girlfriends, he wasn't going to cut them loose, and you married him anyway? Or did you discover the three girlfriends when you moved back to his hometown? Mm. Mm. Coming over to the house cooking. I can't. There's no way in hell I can go in there Mm. and tell Marjorie, I'm Mm -hmm. going over to this girl's house for dinner. We friends. Yeah, and then man. for him to be raving, oh, she cooks so oh, really? good and all of that. Man, oh, oh man. Dog, you got to be You ain't joking. got no friends. <laughs> Hello. You know that's the next statement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what friend is man. this? Yeah. Me and Shirley been friends for 20 years. I ain't ever been over to her house, and Lord knows I wouldn't go over there to eat. <laughs> Good, because I wouldn't be cooking. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which would be uh, even crazy if I said to Marty, I'm going to Shirley's house to eat. I thought she, you said Shirley couldn't cook. She oh. said something was up. Oh. Right, she really oh. raised an eyebrow. Uh, what? Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Rolero in Queens. I like that name, Rolero. I moved back to New York after living in Miami for for a few years. I bought a small condo and now that I'm all settled in, I'm miserable because I have a white neighbor that is rude and racist. When he first saw me in the building, he asked me if I was visiting someone and I told him I lived there. His response was, how is that possible? I ignored him. (laughs) Uh, He doesn't speak in passing and didn't uh, hold the door for me one day. Uh, I'm 26 years old and I've never encountered racism like this. How should I handle this guy? You've never encountered racism. At 26. Well, yeah. Willero, 
Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. It's been here for a while, Rilaro. The fact that you've never seen it before is very surprising to me. I know it's going to take you a while to adjust, but he not finna like your ass. For no reason. Huh. <laughs> now, as a Christian, you're supposed to love your neighbors. I got mm-hmm. that. It did not say you had to like them, right. talk to them, play with them, or, 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 or help them up when they fall down the steps that you accidentally uh, tripped him in. CLO. <laughs> That's a good one. That <laughs> <laughs> you accidentally. It's an act. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since y'all ain't speaking, you ain't even got to say I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris will be our very yes. special guest. Okay. Yeah, We're baby. excited about it. We can't wait yeah. for Steve to speak to her. She is our newly elected vice president. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? God is not through with you, mm-hmm. but we are. Let me say that one more time. I said God is not through with you, but we are. Ah, let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Takara. Who, who's this? This is uh, Brother Brinkley from the church. How you doing? Oh, hey. How is it? It's, um, I'm at work. Can I call you back? Uh, um... uh, well, this is this is kind of urgent. I called your, your house phone, and I didn't get an answer, and I, I had this other number on file, so I wanted to reach out to you. But what I won't take okay. long, but it, it, it really is a hurt. Uh, all right, wait, 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 that urgent matter, if you don't mind. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me step away from my cubicle. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. So what's uh, Brother Brinkley? Speak to me. Okay, we have a bit of a problem here, and we're gonna try to we're trying to clean up a lot of things here at the church. You know, I hate to be the one to bring you some bad news. Uh, let me just start by by saying this: God might not be through with you. But we are here at the church. It has been brought to our attention, uh, Sister Cara, that you guys are halfway coming to church. You 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 might come once once out of a month. You're not tithing as we expected. You know the the, the church can't really depend on you. Um, it's you. You got you know you bring your kids. I think your brother comes to the church, but everybody is coming every now and then. We cannot depend on you all to be the members and have the expectation of what we're trying to. Well, what? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you say your name is Brother Brinkley. You're from Brother the church. Brinkley. Yes. And you yes. you 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 work uh, you work under the deacon? Uh I'm sorry. Uh I I've never heard of you before. I I I have been officiated by the pastor as I'm over actually over the finance. And we're going through all of the books and looking at all of the numbers of the of the members of the church, the directory, and we're okay. noticing what people are paying tithes, what people aren't paying tithes, who's coming to church, who's participating okay. in different in different uh, 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 ministries and whatnot. And Sister Takara, I got I have to be honest with you, you 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 there maybe once every one or some month. We might see you, might not see you, you know. And like I say, God may not be through with you, but we are. Okay, you keep saying that. that well, listen, why? I don't understand. Like, are y'all monitoring my 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 church going? Like, I I can't. 
I, I can't. I have to go every single week. I mean, I, well, I, I well, go when well, I can. Why are you absent so much at the church? Explain that. Well, to me. I mean, I have three kids. You know, I mean, <laughs> I have two jobs. Sometimes I don't. I mean, I still pray. I, I, I don't understand how a church can. Are you y'all serious? You got two jobs, but we're not getting tired like you got two jobs. Well, you're not tired you like you got two jobs. Because I, I can't afford. You just you just said I got two jobs. That's what you just said. And that those two jobs are in support of my kids. I mean, I can't support the church and my kids at the same time. I, I can't do both. I mean, I do, I give when I can. Let me ask you something. Uh, what are you making on that other job? Are you serious? Are you really? You really? I didn't know the church got in this deep with. You really asking me how much I make in my second job that I take to support my kids? Come on now, there's got to be something. This is. I'm gonna say this to you again. God may not be through with you, but we are. If you are not gonna pay your tithes, if you're not gonna come to work on a consistent basis, then what? What do you benefit the church? Is that what the church is about? This can't be. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this to you. You, you. Let, let me tell you what the church is all about. The church if is you say, a. If you say we done with you again one more time, I'm serious. No, I'm gonna tell you this. You talking about is that what the church is about? Let me tell you what the church is. The church is a hospital for crippled souls. You understand that? That's what okay. the church is. But when when we have souls that are coming in to be saved, we are doing our job. And guess what? Those people that are coming in, you know what they're doing? They're tithing. That's what they're doing. They're tithing. You, Sister Takara, I'm sure your soul is crippled. You're not coming, and you're not tithing. You may give us a, a little something-something when you show up, if you show up. Am I right or wrong? Hmm? Okay, hold up. This, let me get one thing straight. This is what you called me for in the middle of my work day, to tell me that you're kicking me out the church because I don't give enough money to the church while I'm at my job that I can barely afford to pay my bills with. Matter of fact, I don't even know who you are. I've never met you in my life. And I don't, you know what? This church, you know, this church, I hate to say it, but if that's what the church is about, you have the nerve to call me. I'm in the lobby of my Okay, now, 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 let me say something now. You being very unchristian like now. Are you kidding me? Sister Carver, you're going to watch your tone and your language, you hear? This is not Christian-like. Well, 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 now, do you, do you know Brother Dwayne? Isn't that your brother? Okay, and? Now, now, Brother Dwayne is who told me to call you. Really? Yeah. My brother. So what, so what is this about, huh? Brother, whatever. I don't know. What is your name? My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Dwayne got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. No. Oh, my God. He, yo, he about to get me fired from this job. I'm in the lobby screaming my people looking at me. Oh, my uh, gosh. You all right? I'm here Nephew Tommy. Yes, Nephew Tommy. What's up? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. That's, oh, my gosh. My heart is racing. 
Tell me this, Takara. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey. <laughs> Everybody say man. Hey, no. Man. No. 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 Come on. Say you play too much. Hey, man. <laughs> she was right about one thing, thing though. Mm-hmm. She that? was right about one thing, though. That's why a lot of people don't like go to church. Yeah. <laughs> you call me talking about you're going to put me out of church. They say, I'm trying to raise these three kids. I barely got enough to pay this money. I give when I can. Yeah, you know you ain't giving enough. We're gonna put you out. Yeah, yeah. okay. You need a church. <laughs> no, he don't. I got one. It's every Monday. Jackpot doing the joint of Jerusalem. I got one. I think this mm-hmm. is it though. Twenty twenty one. I think this is it for sure. It's why do y'all down. want somebody to jump down. on me? I, why, I agree. Why, why do y'all down. want that? Just to confirm because you said it. It's it ain't that I want it. It's not. It ain't cause I. It's, it's not a prediction of mine. Yeah. If I'm so getting my ass when I see y'all too, not doing nothing, I promise well, you, y'all going to get y'all ass. If right, somebody jumping on okay. Coming up at the top of the hour, she is here, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back, and uh, we're back with uh, Madam Vice President. Steve Madam Harvey. Vice, Madam <laughs> Vice President, I told you, the last time we talked, I said the next time I will be speaking to you, I will be saying Madam Vice President. Indeed, you did say that. You did Man. say that, Steve Harvey. You are just, you just have bl- so many talents, including seeing the future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, what a blessing. Let me just start with this. How do you feel? Oh, that's so kind of you to ask. You know, I feel a combination of things and emotions. I feel... Um, a sense of purpose. Uh, you know, we're going to be, um, we, we will have announced a, a whole COVID relief bill and package and trying to deal with, you know, hungry people that are trying to feed their children. Um, I feel a, a, a great, incredible sense of gratitude for all of those who, you know, made this possible. And, and I'm mm. talking about the ancestors. I'm talking about... Mm. You know, Shirley Chisholm and Barbara Jordan and all of them. Wow. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm feeling a sense of a certain excitement about the possibilities. And um, so there's a mix of emotion, wow. to be sure. You know, and and you said that in, in one of your speeches, and I was sitting there uh, with my wife, and we were watching the speech. And my wife was sitting there, uh, first of all, uh, the uh, the suit, the cream winter white suit. Uh, Marjorie was off the hook. Her and her girls was on the phone. So you pass, you pass the litmus test when it comes oh, to fashion. That's important. That's yeah. important. Tell Marjorie, so, I'm so happy I passed. Oh, the sisters was with you on this. I want to say also, uh, congratulate. I want to say happy Founders Day to you because you're a member of uh, Almighty uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So congratulations. Happy Founders Day. All those people. uh, You you, you got us proud on so many levels. And I I just wanted to say this is so so great for all of us here in America. So let's talk about that for a minute because you mentioned okay. the the COVID relief package. You got a new nine and nine hundred billion. Is that it or, or what is it called? 1.9, and, and, it's one point nine trillion, and it's one point um, nine it, trillion. Jeez. 
Uh-huh. And we've named it the American Rescue Plan. And it includes a few, a few things that are very important um, in, in terms of immediate relief for folks. I mean, first of all, it's going to be on top of the $600 that got, went to direct checks for folks in December, we're going to do another 1400 for a total of 2000 Wow. Right? And so that's mm-hmm. direct relief for folks. Um, we're looking at $170 billion to to help reopen schools. And so, you know, Steve, when we're, when we're talking about reopening schools, we're not going to be able to, to go back to normal immediately. So helping schools will be about reducing class sizes, right, and helping some for, for the schools to modify their spaces so that it can be safe for the kids to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then $20 billion for community vac- vaccination sites because we want to make sure that we have vaccination places that are in the community that are accessible to folks um, so they can go and get vaccinated. And I want to encourage everyone that when it's your turn, get your vaccination. It is about saving life. I got mine. And please get yours. I think that's going to be critical. You know, I've, you know, you hear so much negative things coming out about the vaccine. You know, people are skeptical and everything. What, what do you say to people who are skeptical about it? Believe the scientists. Believe the science. Listen, the reality of it is that, you know, it was a black woman who helped create this vaccine. Wow. Yeah. And first of all, I, I, we have to always speak truth mm-hmm. and acknowledge the history of how black people in America have been treated. Um, and, and, the, and the way in terms of the years, many, many years and generations ago, but how, you know, black folks were treated by the medical community and even today, right, the work that we have in terms of disparities that we need to deal with. But on the vaccine, the scientists created the vaccine. The scientists have reviewed it and they have, and it's safe. I wouldn't have taken it if it weren't. Mm. And, and and we have to save lives. Black folks are dying. Black folks are twice as likely to get COVID and three times as likely to die from it. Look at yeah. what's happening in terms of our, our, our Black-owned small businesses that right. are disproportionately closing forever, some of them, right? And what we need to do to get a hold of this virus so our small businesses can open back up. There's so many things that are at play right now but this vaccine will save your life it will save the lives of the people in your family in your neighborhood in your community and so let's trust the science you know what uh i i think it's refreshing for us to hear because the current administration has just gone on absentee leave when it comes to the stimulus package and especially this pandemic i mean we're hearing nothing Nothing at all. So it's kind of refreshing that you and President Biden have made this such a priority in the first 100 days. It has to be. I mean, see, people are suffering and, 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 and in food lines. You know, we're in the midst of a hunger crisis in America. The last I looked, we have one in six adults are, with children are saying their family is hungry. One in three is having trouble paying their rent. One in four small businesses have closed. People are struggling. And so, you know, President-elect Biden and I are saying, look, we need to have as our first order of business to bring relief and, and to rescue people. Um, and that's what that's what this bill is about. Yeah. 
Madam Vice President, I know you only got this one break, but before we let you go, can you hold on one second? Because I have one more thing I want to discuss with you. We'll be right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. And uh, we're back with uh, Madam Vice President. Kamala Harris, who is uh, with us this morning here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you were sitting there and, and President Biden said that he really appreciated the turnout in our communities. As you yeah. were sitting there watching this unfold as it did in, in, in Milwaukee and then Detroit and then Philly and then Atlanta. I, I mean, there had to be a sense of like, wow. You know, we we really have have gotten it together this time, would you say? I would say that, and I would say that it was a display of our power. Mm. It was a display of our power. And the thing that makes me so proud about it is that in spite of, in so many of those places, efforts by powerful people to try and make it difficult for us to vote or confusing for us to vote or to suppress the vote, folks said nope. I'm not going to be silent. Mm. I'll stand in that line as long as I need to. I will vote early. I'll make a plan to vote. And that's what decided the outcome of this election. We wow. knew the power that we possess, and we exercised that power. Look what happened in Georgia. Mm. We saved oh, yes. on January 5th. The people of Georgia elected a Black Baptist preacher from Ebenezer Black Baptist Church that Dr. King preached at. And a Jewish man out of the state of Georgia yeah. to go to the United States Senate. Come on That's now. Right. That's right. That's right. That's the home base of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey is a resident of Georgia. We was clowning. You made us so proud to go to the polls. Not only you, but so did President Biden. And look, it wasn't just us. You know, you don't get almost 80 million votes just because black That's people right. vote, right? You know, it's, it, was, right. it was a lot of good people out there that voted for That's change, right. that wanted to see something different in this country. And I think we, we got a chance. We know you all have some difficult times ahead of you with this transition and everything. But I want you to know, uh, uh, Madam Vice President, that you have a, a, a place to come, a friend, to share your thoughts and, and whatever you want us to know as a community and, and, and the country. And, and you're always welcome on this show. And yeah, and, 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 and you are making us feel so much pride right now, and you wear it well. And, and in the words of Marjorie, the the winter white cream outfit was the <laughs> lick. <laughs> Wait, but before we end this call, happy birthday on Sunday. Happy, happy oh, birthday to you. You know I'm going to have to take that. I've been arguing with my team about that, but since it's coming from you, I feel special now. Thank you so much. You have a friend here at the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, Madam no. Vice President, thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you, Steve Harvey, for all you do. Thank you. Absolutely. I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow, Steve, that was really that, good. Really that's how you Sandy. interview. Dude. Yeah. No, that's how you interview. You about to cry? I love her even more now. I do. It was I good. I love her even more. Yeah, I fell in love all over yeah. again, Shirley, She's with so Vice President. Yeah, yeah. That She's was so real. Really, you can really tell good. that she cares. She truly cares. 
Yeah. You know, because just just hearing how they're doing. Yeah. Right. And that was right. cool, Steve. You asked uh-huh. her how she was doing. You know what? And and like you you know, it, it, it's just refreshing to hear somebody in a leadership capacity that has some type of semblance of caring for the common man who is the voter out here. Look, right. up in that stimulus package right away, that's big. And getting these people vaccinated, man, this has to happen, man. This has mm-hmm. got to happen. Now, look, I know it's a lot of people out there talking about, no, I don't get the vaccine and all like that. You, you can make that decision on your own. But in the words of Chris Rock, I take Tylenol and I don't know what's in that either, but hell, my head stopped hurting. Right. <laughs> Common sense now. Okay. At this I point. Let's get rid what of this. It, Let's go back living. Yeah. Jay, what is it? Yeah. If we eat pig feet, hog moths, and drink gin, we can take that damn vaccine. Come on. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, dog, Keep I just think about Jay. half the stuff. Half stuff I can put in the Half the stuff we've eaten, man. Or for dinner. You talking about one meal? (laughs) I'm talking about man's for I'm talking about. I'm talking about looking at meat that's looking back at you. What? (laughs) Yes, I've been there. (laughs) Chitlin. Yeah, but this whole got an apple in his mouth. (laughs) But we finna cut on it. Right, but that's it. She was talking about what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, we've talked so much about Trump and his foolishness and all of that. But now but, it's time to get down to business, you know. And get real New leadership. administration. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Real yeah. leadership. And when you, yeah. uh, rid, getting when you rid of about this pandemic, food. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the opportunity to be the greatest president. But just do right. You could see mm-hmm. what people needed. And all you had to do was give that to her. And... But man, how could you blow that job? Well, mean, he wasn't gonna be the greatest, man. Right, Jay. Right. You could get all the way up there. He could have been a Jay. great president. He could have yeah, been a get, great president. You get all the yeah. way up there, the greatest job in the world. Yes. Wait a minute. Who could have been a great president? That's what I'm trying to stop. I think Trump could have been a great president. That's what Jay is saying. He just effed it up. Now, he really effed up. Don't get me wrong. He effed oh, okay. up. Oh, but oh, he had oh. an opportunity. Are we on the air? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we on the air. You're not going to say that on this damn show. You were getting ready to call him the N-word. Man, I had, to, I had to double check. I went, wait a minute, hold up. Because I had my mind had veered off, so I had to, all I'm, all I had I'm double check and make sure we we okay. Okay, we on let the me, app. Let me let me. What let me did you just say? So before you cuss me out, let me clarify. Okay. Let me clarify. Uh, come on, let me go clarify. ahead, clarify. Go ahead. All right. Once you make it to the presidency, you have an opportunity to be a good president. Mm-hmm. Okay, he all right. it up. Okay, all right, I got you. I know I got exactly you. what okay. you meant. Jay. All right, Jay, yeah. I got that. Yeah. I, I'm, got I'm all the way still. You weren't present. But from the time he got in, <laughs> from the time, the, from the first time, like <laughs> to today. Yeah. <laughs> to today, <laughs> right? Ain't been really much to talk about. From no, January 2016. Hey, but you know something, man? For one moment, though, when the when the, uh, when the virus first hit America, and after he had stopped mm-hmm. saying it was a hoax, when he was doing those daily briefings on how they was going to deal with mm-hmm. it, you know, I thought, okay, man, maybe this dude got a plan to help us get out of this. He didn't. Nope. No, that was, those, those were campaign <laughs> stops for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, he knew did. the campaign was over. He had lost. Yeah. 
So, no. He, but again, he's a great over. job. I don't want, yeah, and I don't want him to overshadow what we have coming up, and that's you know, a, a new administration, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And great interview. No. Great interview. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. I love great her really warm. Good, man. I love yes. her warm. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, coming up next, the nephew will be here with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I went from WAP to HOP. Wait till you hear what that's all about. We'll get into it in a, in a few minutes. But right now, the nephew <laughs> is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Baby, wait. Oh, ba- baby. Baby, wait. Are you okay? Baby, wait. Baby, wh- baby, wait. Baby, wait. Babe. Oh, baby hell. Wait. Say it, Jay. Baby, wait. That's, what That's I'm the prank. Baby, wait. Right there. I got your W's. I got them. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, I'm going to say baby. You say second part. Baby. Uh, wait. Got it. There right. we go. <laughs> now, nah, come on, cat. Teamwork. Yeah, I got it. Teamwork, baby. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please. Yeah, this is Trina. Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest, Ernest Murphy, down here at the bus barn with the, uh, from the school district. Your son is, is Devin, am I right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, he's in the is sixth that... grade, I think. I Wait, think is everything rides... okay? Yeah, 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 everything is fine. I think he's on, he rides bus 90, bus 93. Does he ride bus 93? Are you familiar yeah. with the bus number? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does. Okay, so now... The school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're, we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule okay. uh, for, as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. That's what the new rule that is imp- implemented by wait, the school board. Wait, so, what did you, uh, wait, wait, can you say that again? I feel like uh, you missed something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. I don't understand. I don't understand. Can, can, so wait, what's, okay, so what, is, so what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're going to do is they're going to, the bus driver will have a scale, and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus, I, 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 I understand, man. But I, like I say, I'm calling, I'm calling every parent wait, that they. Uh, wait, what the? the f- f- you they, said you're gonna, you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus. That's that's I, what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. If he's it, over 125, then he wait, he'll either have to walk wait, or you'll have to take him to school. Wait, you, no, wait, wait, I have a job. Okay, I have a job. I'm not gonna take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what I, my tax dollars pay for. But what right. Is, but, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this? Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From what they're saying uh, okay. is that the the weight of these children is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. Is, the transmission, the transmission that cannot take all of that. So they are limiting the weight of each child. So now, how much does that, I think over, that's discrimination. Huh? I think that's discrimination. But is, that, is your son over? Is he over 125 pounds? He okay. He is. Okay. He's a, he's then, a tall then, kid. Then, then you gonna, you probably gonna have to take your son to school, or he gonna have to walk. No, he, I, probably, he probably need to walk to school if he already 125 pounds. That is so rude. <laughs> 
What the absolute are you talking about? Like, uh, all, uh, ma'am, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if your son is overweight, uh, 125, you know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board is not going to allow weight. him on the bus. Sir, I I will not accept this. If I mean, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most f-ed up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child. I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son listen, is a heavy. I need to get. What is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name writing is this Ernest. Down. My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball. I would like to speak with a supervisor. Like now, okay. what do you, you do not get to speak to my about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. I'm not, I don't work at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn, and they gave me your number. Evidently, they're right, because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I, I am in absolute shock. This is so f***ing <laughs> cute. Like, okay. So do you have a fat child? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry, do you have a big child? Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They shouldn't be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? But what the f*** is the matter with you? I guess what they're doing is that this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. the kids yeah, walk to school. Whoever, whoever over 125, let them walk. They might walk it all. Your son might. Listen, meet. listen. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Okay, I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board. and should not be working with you. Maybe another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the they need to call. But you need to give me a supervisor's name right now. Right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different so Devin don't have, uh, you know, maybe maybe it starts at home with what you feed them. Everybody you know, I am calling your supervisor. I'm calling the, the city. I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Oh my God! Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning <gasps> Show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Nephew yes. Your, Tommy. Your, your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. God, I mean, I was like, oh my God! I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was about to have a heart attack. Thank God. You got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, really, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't mad at that one. That was a pretty no. good one there right there. You know, I no. like the part where you told but I don't... me. Maybe your little son need to run his little fat ass down to the stage. So it probably be good. But he's right. He's absolutely right. He's right. He's he's completely right. I mean, she shouldn't be mad. She should be making some low-carb meals for him right now. That's what she should be doing. Preparing some low-carb meals. And don't get mad about it. It's not his fault. Okay, nobody's going to say a white girl named Trina. 
No, no one. And that's what you got. No, no one. It's <laughs> just me. Has so many layers. <laughs> no one. So many levels, huh? <laughs> yeah, it starts at home. You know what I mean? It starts at yeah. home. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Man. Get up off all that fried food. Let it go sometime, Boy. you know? Boy. Fried food, all that ice cream, all that junk y'all got in there, and potato chips, all that. That's, 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 come on now. Pull up. It was so good, though. I know, so I miss it. I ain't had it in two weeks. I sure miss it. I know. My son sat and ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right in front of my face. Daddy, you ought to taste this. This is really good. <laughs> oh, he was, he was messing with you. That is the best sandwich oh, in the world. Good, man. Peanut butter. Peanut butter, butter jelly. Wow. It's like peanut butter. I don't like jelly. Uh, you don't like... Oh, no, jelly. I just Come like on. peanut butter. I don't you don't like, like jelly. jelly. You don't like jelly? You don't like jelly? I don't like peanut butter and jelly. I just like peanut butter. You eat a peanut drunk. butter sandwich by itself? Uh, that is... Yes. Don't no tell jelly. nobody else that. No, I, don't you, tell nobody. you only do that when you run out of jelly. What is wrong with you, woman? <laughs> really? We got jelly. <laughs> I just don't Let like Let me drop this right quick. I am <laughs> stupid in the morning time, but I got some sense at night. Catch me tonight. Ready to love reunion. That's right. Ready to love. Last resort. The reunion is tonight on OWN, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, only on OWN. You do not want to miss it. I got some sense. I'm fly. I'm kind of sexy on there. Check me out. I'm for real. Check me out. I got you on speed dial, Carlos, and we can watch it, You girl. was telling the <laughs> truth right up to that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. My man says I went from WAP to HOP. We'll get into mm. it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on sex, on dating, on parenting, relationships, whatever, write us, okay? And more. Submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We'll try to help you if we can. We can't help everybody, (laughs) but if we can, (laughs) we'll try. And we could be reading your letter live on the air. (laughs) Like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, my man says, I went from WAP to HOP. Mm. All right. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 30-year-old mother with three children. My children's father and I have been together over 10 years, so let me say this before you bash me. He has asked me to marry him several times, and I respectfully declined because we need to go to therapy before we get married. Here's why. My confidence is at an all-time low because my children's father has cheated many times. Whenever I confront him, his exact words are, your sex is very boring and you complain too much. When the new Meg The Stallion Mm. and Cardi B song came out, he even joked that I've gone from WAP to HOP, meaning I have horrible AP. My response was, well, I wouldn't he, complain as me, much. What he said in the letter was horrible ass, Pete. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you didn't want to say ass. You got to read the letter like we wrote the yeah. letter out of me. You didn't on, read huh? the. You didn't write the letter, Ike. You <laughs> <laughs> can't say ass, piece. Anyway, all right, you guys got the message. My response was, well, I wouldn't complain as much and would do a better job in the bedroom if you were half the man you used to be. I'm often tired from work and running around with three children, so he blames me for our lackluster sex life and not 
uh, ever uh, being in the mood. I've obliged him many nights and would just lie there trying not to fall asleep until the sex was over. But now years later and after all the cheating, it has affected my ability to perform in the bedroom. I've heard it's a mental thing, but I'm not sure why I can't get excited or in the mood. I know that if I can't please him, he's going to get it somewhere else. Just recently, we got into a big argument and he yelled out that I have some whack a kitty. He apologized a few minutes later, but this is affecting my confidence. He refuses to go to therapy, so should I take my three children and leave him? Okay, listen, you don't need therapy. You've mentioned therapy a few times in this letter. You need a new man. That's what you need. Uh, He's not deserving of you. I mean, what does he do besides put you down and cheat? Uh, Ten years of this? Ten years of this you've been going through? It has to be uh, uh, enough that, you know, just say enough. This has to be enough for even the strongest and the most confident woman wouldn't be able to deal with this all the time. And here you are doing what so many women do, blaming your yourself. I mean, I just say life happens. Three kids and a full-time job, that's not easy for anyone And then he expects you to perform and all of this and blah, blah, blah. When your man is not right, sex is the last thing on your mind. Let me tell you that. The only thing that you're to blame for in this is staying with him, in my opinion, for 10 years and for taking him back repeatedly when he cheats on you. So you don't give him an incentive to stop cheating or anything like that. So I say to you, first things first, don't worry about from wop to hop and all of that right now. Forget all that. Uh, you can get that back. He doesn't appreciate it or deserve it anyway. Uh, It's just time to get back to yourself. I think you should do you, boo, right now. Start building up. Start restoring what you have, have allowed him to tear down in all these years. Fall in love with yourself again. Start putting yourself first, okay? Yourself first and watch him take notice. If not, don't be afraid to get the kids and move on or put his trifling behind out. Steve? You know, Shirley, I agree with every single thing you've said. Great advice to this woman. Of course, my angle is going to be a little bit different. See, I know how men operate. And what he's doing is the atypical thing when a man get busted or something. Here comes the reverse psychology. Here comes the why I did it. You know, now this 30-year-old mother of three, been together 10 years. He's asking her to marry him, but she's declined respectfully because she feel like they need to go to counseling before they get married because my confidence is at all-time low because he's cheated on her many times. Wait a minute. Cheated on you many times? Why are you still in the relationship? The, the marriage part, we, this ain't even a discussion. If a man ain't going to act right before you get married, What makes you think, what thing happens that makes you think that he going to change after you get married? Remember, like I've said on this show several times, a minister told me one time, when a man gets married, the only thing that changes the day after the wedding is the appearance of his left hand, third finger. Mm -hmm. That's if he is what he was before you got married, marriage doesn't change anything. Not if a person you you either practice being married or you don't. 
You either getting ready, used to cut and cut your little strings out there, all your little wild oats sowing. Get that out the way before you get married. That's how you get married. You can't be cheating on this woman repeatedly, steady asking her to marry you. Marry you for what, man? Are you kidding me? And then every time you bust him, his exact words are, your sex is very boring and you complain too much. Wait a minute. That's not why you're cheating on me. You cheating on me because your ass is a low life. That's why you doing it, man. Now, when we come back, I have my way that you should handle this. You know. All right, coming up, we'll have part you two. You staying in me. Response. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. At 23 after the hour, subject of my strawberry letter for today is my man says I went from WAP to HOP. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. My man says I went from WAP to HOP. This letter right here kind of hurts us. Shirley gave this woman some spot-on advice that I agree with a thousand percent. 30-year-old woman, three children. They've been together with her man 10 years. And she's asked, he's asked her to marry him several times, but she's respectfully declined. Why you did it respectfully, I don't know, because I found out he wasn't treating you with no respect at all, but you respectfully declined. Because you say you need to go to therapy before you get married because your confidence is at all-time low because he has cheated on you many times. Now, here's the thing. When you confront him, his exact words are, your sex is very boring and you complain too much. Wait a minute. that That's why he's cheated on you many times. But he stayed with you for 10 years, made three kids, and he's telling you that your sex is very boring. He sure keep coming over there a lot for this boring sex. Three kids. Now, when the new Meg Stallion and Cardi B song came out, he joked that I've gone from WAP to a HOP, H-A-P. And in the words of his letter, meaning I have a horrible ass P. Okay, now, dog, really? That's you, horrible. Th- this is mental abuse. Yeah, that's horrible. I, I understand the woman's confidence being shattered. I understand that. But, dog, so you going to use reverse psychology. So you telling this woman the reason you cheat because she got bad sex. Wait a minute. And then, lady, now, now you got close, lady. Here's where I started to have hope for you. My response was, well, I wouldn't complain as much and would do a better job in the bedroom if you were half the man you used to be. Nah, that's where I yeah. want to get at in this letter. See, oh, you stinging me? Talking about, I got a horrible pee? Well, let's talk about your pee. See, right now, see, if you're going to talk about my pee, then we need to talk about your pee. See, oh. I might have a hop, a horrible ass pee, but but you got something wrong with you two because you just said he half the man he used to be. That's a lot smaller. You're scaring me, Steve. So what? now you got a lap. See, you got a hap. You got a horrible ass pee, and he got a lap. He got a little ass pee. See what I'm saying? See, that's what we got to do. We were, we doing initials oh, now. No. Oh, 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 I got a hap. You got a lap. You got okay. a little ass pee. Now, we in here talking about each other pee. Let's spread the pee round. Make my funk the pee funk. 
I Come want on. to get funked up. I want the bomb. I want the P-funk. I want my funk funked up. Make my funk the P-funk. I want to get funked up. That's what you ought to play the next time y'all head to the bathroom and they head to the bedroom. I want something to happen to me. But you ain't half the man you used to be because you done shrunk. <laughs> oh, your fat ass stomach is leaning over your belt. I can't find it. You can't find it. Now, you over here talking about mine horrible. It's because you little. Now, we doing so all you can go, all you can go, L-O-P. You got a lousy old poker. See, your poker mm. is lousy. Or you can be a, 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 a lap. You got a, you got a limp ass poker. See, you oh. can use, we could use initials all day. <laughs> See, one thing about it, ladies, you can bruise your man's ego. ego oh, we in the yeah. ego bruising business? Yeah. You ain't as exciting in the bedroom no more, sister, because he don't excite you no more. Yeah, you don't That's need it. therapy. That is it. You need to, yeah, you need to give it to him like he giving it to you. Mm. It ain't what uh. it was, because you ain't what you was. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what color shoes you got on. What color your shoes? Just look straight down. What color your shoes? <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, I went through that when I was pregnant. <laughs> See, you don't know that. See, but men, see, it's okay for a woman to do that when she's pregnant. Y'all may have a baby in there. But some of us can't look down because we ain't even got no baby. We just look like we in our second trimester. <laughs> see, you got to bring this up to him. You ain't got to be the only one taking a shot. And now, years later, after all the cheating, it's affected your ability to perform in the bedroom. I've heard it's a mental thing. But I'm not sure why I can't get excited or in the mood. Well, let me help you. You can't get excited because he ain't exciting you. He ain't doing nothing. And when he get there, you about to fall asleep. Are, so are, now, are these are these his kids? Yeah, they his kids. Then it must have been good at some point. You That's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> you know, and they all little kids. Cause he can, cause he little, and he made little kids. <laughs> <laughs> All his kids, real You're little, undersized them, down there at the school. Yeah. That's why ain't none of them playing basketball. None of this. <laughs> See, y'all going to sting his ass. Now, y'all got in a big-ass argument recently. He yelled out that he got some whack-ass kitty. Then he going to apologize a few minutes later. Well, you well, well, you got a whack-ass? Well, okay. No, no, no. I just said it. Well, yours is whack, too. So we just in here just both serving up just bad sex. Mm. Now, where you going? You got to keep cheating. Because every time you cheat with somebody, they don't want it no more. So you got to go get somebody else to cheat with. Because everybody <laughs> right, found out you, what Steve. I know. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, too. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. Junior Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Junior is here with what? Sports talk. What you got for us, Junior? I know I told y'all yesterday that uh, James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, we buy James. We not not even gonna spend a lot of time on you. I just want to know he go. uh, he's good for eighty two games, but he's gonna come up missing in the playoffs. Just want y'all to know that. <laughs> wow. That's just his reference. He was your boy. He was your yeah, boy. Yeah, he though, was Jay, but he good for eighty two games. Now round one playoff, he's gonna be one for fifty five. You're not gonna get a shot. So Joe Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Jeff Green, quit looking for shots. You're not gonna get him. And if he start dribbling, Yo, you're not gonna see the ball till point two on the clock. He may pay. <laughs> y'all traded the shepherd. Just that's okay. the head y'all working with when you get him. Just understand that. Mm-hmm. No, but that other than that though, this weekend, man, NFL playoff football this weekend. You got, got the gonna be good. Uh, uh, what y'all think about this game right here? Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Who y'all picking? Steve, Green who Bay. You got? Rams. I don't care. <laughs> Green <laughs> Bay. Hey, dog, hey, dog. I didn't even know they was playing. Go ahead. Who else you got? <laughs> Baltimore Ravens at Buffalo Bills. Don't really give Baltimore. a damn. <laughs> Baltimore, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Whoever y'all. Lamar. No, I want to go with Buffalo. Cool. Buffalo. Buffalo. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Woo! Mm. Brady. Drew Brees. See, I'm, I'm really such a Saint fan, though, dog. I really am. Thanks. Yes, well, you but know, you know, know once again, you know, I really don't care. Go ahead, Drew. <laughs> Okay, no, huh? I don't. Well, 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 here go one for you, huh? Come on. Cleveland Browns, Kansas Woo! City Chiefs. <laughs> now, this is Friday. Okay, Our yeah. engineer Dave is from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I'm from Cleveland. Me and Dave ain't spoke all week long. <laughs> <laughs> we have is it a that talk. serious? Oh, yeah. yes, it oh, is, serious. Carla. It's that serious. We ain't spoke. Okay. And Dave, one of my favorite people, but mm. not this week. <laughs> oh. Now, after the game... If Kansas City win, it's going to take me a couple days to forgive him, and then we'll get back to our not on the field. Dave ain't no, real I don't give a damn. Play. I don't give a damn. If you from Kansas City, I got a problem with you right now. That's all this is. Well, in your gut, do you feel that Cleveland is going to win or lose? Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like Cleveland going to win. Why do yeah, you Why do you God. feel like that? Because I don't want to feel champions. nothing else. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't okay. want to feel like yeah. that. Yeah, why would I go in with a sick-ass feeling? <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of sick, do y'all still have COVID? How's that coming? No, 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 we good. We whooped yeah. the Steelers' ass when didn't nobody think we was going to whoop them. Juju Smith and all of them talking that trash. Ben yeah, Rothenberg, yeah, all of them yeah, crying. Yeah. And now, man, all I got to say is, you know, we can't stop Kansas City too much, but Kansas City might not be able to stop us, man. And if oh, yeah. we just get a couple tip point balls in the air, you know, we catch a lot of tip interceptions now. Hey, man. Let's go Brown. Right. Yeah. Come on, right. Brown. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll get into the mind of J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce your friend, J. Anthony Brown, please. Well, ladies and gentlemen, him. you know, I, once again, I ain't got to do this much, but when I do, it's kind of shocking me. Because <laughs> he doesn't here. come to work Oh, uh, yeah, I ain't never seen nothing like this. Right? I don't know what deal I cut with his ass. <laughs> really? Yeah, I want yeah. Jay's deal. I want, every day. We all want that deal. I damn near want Jay's deal. Uh, it's and called being a no best friend. Show. That's what it's called. Uh, it's called being a uh, best friend. I got the best friend deal. Deal. Yeah, that done woe out a little bit, though. You know, I'm tired of I'm gonna <laughs> rethink this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. All right, we're in 2021. Talking to the men and the men only. You're in a somewhat relationship. What you want to know is how to get out of the friend zone 
And if you're in it, here we go. If you're in the friend zone, if you have taken her dog to the vet and the dog weighs under two pounds, mm-hmm. more than four times, mm-hmm. you're in the friend zone, okay? Friend zone. Yeah. If wow. you have put lotion on her back, uh-huh. dude, just her back, you in the friend zone, okay? <laughs> if you have, if she has said to you, look at me in my panties and bra, do I look fat? And that's all, you in the yeah. friend zone, yeah. 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 all right? Yeah. If she yeah. says, come what? over here and sleep over with me in the bed, cause I'm scared, no sex, you in the friend zone, partner, all right? Wow. If she's, if you have listened to her complain about her ex, who ain't worth a damn. You in the friend zone, partner. Mm, if yeah. you, <laughs> if you, if she, if, if she has asked you, what do you think about the sweater I'm buying for another dude? <laughs> damn it, you are in the friend zone. I knew this was going to be funny because he was stuttering trying to get yeah. it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have been over there just to move something heavy, by yourself. <laughs> Damn it, you're in the friend zone. Yeah. If she says, I need you to come over here because another dude is coming over here and I want you to be here so nothing happens, your ass is in the uh, friend zone, okay? <laughs> and last but not least, come she calls you up at 2 in the morning. Says, I need you to take me to another dude's house because he wants to talk to me. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Your ass is in the friend zone. Now, men, if you've done four or more of these things, your ass is in the friend zone. That's all I got to say. I'm done. done. Hey, Jay, now I want to comment on one of them. When you said... Give me if one. If she called you, this is what you said. If she called you to come over at uh-huh. 2 o'clock in the morning and sleep with her, but no sex because she's scared, I want you to know when I get there, you're going to be scared twice. <laughs> I, do, I do need you to know Your that. Your ass now. is in the friend zone. Yeah, but you're going to be scared twice, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Why you ain't got on no pajama bottoms? Because I like to sleep like that. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna try something. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. We gonna try something, yeah. You over there helping her fold so a load know. of clothes? Uh-huh. Why are you taking all your clothes off? I, I can't I can't sleep with no clothes on. I just yeah. can't. I don't fold my shirts like that. No, dog. I'm gonna get in here and hold you. I'm gonna be naked, though. Yes. Man. I'm gonna be naked. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be there. Wow. Yeah. And they don't mind putting you in the friend zone. That's been yeah. I'm going on I'm going over there. I, I ain't even wearing no drawers over there. No, you gotta be yeah. friends first, Jay. Mm-hmm. You gotta You're gonna be, be friends. debating my friendship. I'm probably yeah. gonna be debating. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to look at me a whole nother way, because I'm damn sure I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be looking at you different. I ain't really All right, we got friend. more of the Steve Harvey Morning All Show. Of Some us. trending stories coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, guys, today is the day. We still have time. We still have time to buy tickets for tonight's Mega Millions jackpot. It is up to 750 million. 
Man. Dollar. I, yes. I know what I would yes. do. I know and, what yeah, I would do. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What I are you going to do with all that money, Jay? How much is it? Well, you damn sure ain't got the money. You ain't coming to work, so go ahead. How much? No, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> you do that, that now. No, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> you don't come. 150 if million. Went, how much is it? 750 million. I'm going to give me a bunch of microphones and spread them all out. You know, because I got to make a speech. And I'm going to start like this. The following people can kiss my black boo. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Listen for your name. But Jay, you going to be a while, though? It's going to be a long list. Is the sound? The following people. <laughs> the following people can kiss my black A. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. But you know what, too? Jay, Jay, Jay. And then after two hours of name calling, you step back up to the mic and say, I'm going to step away for a short lunch, but I will be back at (laughs) 2.30 to resume. So, Carla, what was you saying? You got Powerball, which is Saturday. Six hundred and forty million and mega yeah. million tonight. Oh, yeah. Seven hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Either one. Yeah. That hundred million ain't gonna make me a bit of difference. I'll be back after lunch. They're gonna stay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Jay. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in thirty-three minutes after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right. Here we go for Ask the CLO. This one is from Julio in Desoto, Texas. Julio says, I'm a 47-year-old man, and I've never been married, and I don't have any children. My brothers got married in 2018 in a double ceremony. I have a domestic partnership with a lady uh, that I've been with for six years. She's never pressured me about a wedding, but she's told my mother she'd love to marry me. Should I stay quiet until she brings it up, or should I reaffirm to her that I don't want to get married? I hate to be wasting her time. Hey, man, why don't you tell her that, dear? Yeah. Why don't you tell her you don't want to be married? And you would just, what he call it, domestic partnership? Partnership, yeah. Uh-huh. But she wants to be married, but you want a domestic partnership. That's why you ain't never been married and ain't got, I don't, I don't feel Hell, I'll tell her. Julio. I'll tell her for your ass. I'll tell her. You <laughs> Bitter, her, man. I will tell her. <laughs> yeah. I will tell her. Take the weight <laughs> off of you. Let me but you should have told her that six years ago, too. Yeah, you are wasting her time. You know, for six years. And she done told your mama she want to get married. I'm pretty sure she done said that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm, matter of fact, Julio, I can't imagine she would go to your mama with it and ain't said it to you. Mm-hmm. He knows. I ain't got nothing for you, Julio. You ain't got no kids. You ain't got, what, what, what you want? He should know something by Ma- now. Man, bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right. Slash Julio. <laughs> This one's from Valicia in New Orleans. She says, I'm a newlywed and my husband and I moved to his hometown recently where he has three female friends that he's known since childhood. I get along with them, but I need him to set some boundaries with them. One of them is the chef and she insists that he comes over at least once a week to pick up a plate. He loves to rave about how good her food is. My husband will meet up with the women for drinks and I find out about it after the fact. He says they're like sisters and I have nothing to worry about. He doesn't get it. So should I talk to these ladies directly? No. See, you didn't marry the ladies. You married your husband. Mm -hmm. You and your husband took the vows to leave all others and cleave only unto you. That was his vows. Now, before you got married, did he tell you he had these girlfriends, he wasn't going to cut them loose, and you married him anyway? Or did you discover the three girlfriends when you moved back to his hometown? Mm. 
coming over to the yeah, house cooking. I can't. There's no way in hell I can go in there mm. and tell Marjorie I'm mm. going over to this girl's house for dinner. We friends. Yeah, for him to be raving. Man. Oh, she cooks so oh, good really? and all of that. Man, oh, oh man, dog, you got to be joking. You ain't got no friends. <laughs> Hello. You know that's the next statement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day, our last break of the yo, week. Yo, man, yo, yo, dog, yo, yo. Let me tell you something. Listen here, listen here. That's the last break, man. Look at him. Listen to me, partner. He wasn't here. You know what I'm saying? We only got to hear this last break of the day joke twice a month. That's <laughs> yeah, that he only saying. comes twice a month? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You hired him. All right. And we'll have, of course, some closing <laughs> remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, here we are, our last break of the day and week. Steve, before we get to your closing, we got to say a big thank you to Vice President-elect Kamala yes, sir, Harris. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Great call, warm, man. Really, really person. great call. She was our special guest this morning, of course. And uh, we're looking forward to the inauguration next week. That's right, Shirley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, yes. Oh. Man. <laughs> You ain't got to go inside. Trump. It's going to be on all the televisions, but but maybe that's fake news. Maybe that's fake news. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know something, man? You ain't heard fake news in a while, have you? Uh, <laughs> no, it's been no, all got... factual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all real. We ain't got a tweet either. Ain't nobody got a tweet. I'm really enjoying him not having a Twitter because it, it keeps a lot of this rhetoric that he would be doing right now further fueling and you know what, man? It's sort of crazy because all Republicans aren't bad people. That's not what this is. But there's a segment of his base that's really a demented group of people because they come out of the murk and the dirt, and they've always been here, but they've been embracing to feel more powerful because of him. And I've just watched this group. Now, there's a statistic out that says 70% of Republicans feel as though the election was tampered with or stolen. Now that right there is just the group of people pouting because the election. If if you go back, they did one thing. They played everything Fox said about the Democrats and the liberals when Trump won. They're sore losers. They won't admit defeat. Why don't they stop all this ignorant protesting? The man is the president. It was a fair election. They they did they did a 15-minute collage of everything they said about liberals and Democrats when uh Trump beat Hillary Clinton. Now the exact same number, the exact same electorals have been flipped. Now all of a sudden it's a rigged election and it's stolen simply because he said it was. Now The part that's troubling is the Republican politicians who know that this is not true. Wait, first of all, y'all, have you thought about this? How do you rig an election? When there are so many people on both parties involved in the count, in the election, in the balloting, in the machinery, all of that, it would have to be a massive bipartisan corruption that would have to occur for this to even happen 
on a small scale, let alone the scale that he needs to overturn this election. But these politicians who are afraid of Donald Trump have just sat here and kept feeding. And the sad part is people still feeding it. Well, here's what ideally I would love to see happen. I would love to see him get impeached, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I think there's a part that even without impeachment, that can be a passing, according to just a minority, that he can never run for office again. That's all I need. I need Twitter and everybody to keep his account quiet so he can't resurface and give this chance, give this stuff a chance to crawl back into the hole that it crawled out of. Because they've been coming out of this hole for four years, these militia groups, white supremacists, the old hateful man on the uh, screen with the Auschwitz uh, camp T-shirt. I mean, man, walking through there with the Confederate flag. They don't like nobody that ain't like them. But can I share something with them? We don't really like you either. I think really you're the scum of the earth. I really do. Because you're basing your superiority on the fact that you think that you're superior to someone else. And you're not. You're actually beneath. But it's amazing, man, how uh, I think uh, I, I sent something to you all that LBJ said once. I want to read it. Who can pull it up and read that for me? Because I want you all to see what what this man knew about this type of rhetoric years ago in the 1960s. You found it, Tommy? All right, read it for me, Tommy. Lyndon Bain Johnson. All right, here it is, Uncle. LBJ was once asked why poor white Republicans repeatedly vote against their own best interests. And this was his response. If you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man, he won't know you're picking his pocket. Hell, give him something to look down on and he'll empty his pockets for you. That's, that's, that's the roost that's been played with these people. They make you think in your lowness of life that you are still better than any person of color. Now, they used colored back then in the 60s. I'm old enough. I've been called colored before and referred to ourselves as colored people. I've been Negroes before. I went through the black and the African-American. I've been all of it. That's what's determined. They found that to be true in the 60s, that they've convinced these low-life people that they're better than the best of us and give us money so we can keep proving that for you. And that's how they support the system. That's a sad statement, man. But you know what? That statement and all like that, guess what? Them people that you hate, that you think you're better than, they did a very American thing. They voted. And they voted and now your leader is out. And Black Lives Matter, whether you believe it or not, And don't come over here with that mess because we ain't having it no more. Have a great weekend. Happy birthday, Steve. Oh, happy birthday, Steve. Mr. Vice President said happy birthday. Yeah, it changed the game, yeah. Yeah, it got jiggy, had to sit up, you know.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 